Slava Slava Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Basil again doing another podcast. And today I'm going to read from this book. I've read from it before. It's called The Face of God, an Introduction to Eastern Spirituality from the Archbishop Joseph Raya. And um, this part that I'm going to read is called Encounter with the Father, He is Holy. The Father is the source of all life and love. In our liturgical life, no action of Christ or of the Holy Spirit is ever mentioned without mentioning the Father as its source and origin. He is the principle and essence of being a movement. He is the very source of everything, first of all within the Trinity itself, and then in all of creation. The Father is the source of beatitude in the Trinity, and he creates man for beauty and perfect security. In the Old Testament, the Father is described as the father and lover of one people, the chosen of Israel. In the New Testament, he is a real father, the father and lover of all mankind. One of the characteristics of Yahweh in the Old Testament was his holiness. So it is in the New Testament. Holy is the common word. This is also the common word we apply to God every time we pronounce his name. The word itself means separated, unique, different, inviolable, mysterious, and consequently awesome. Holiness is then an ontological quality which is the cause rather than the effect of morality. God is called holy because he is unique and awesome. He is the mysterious being. He inspires reverence and adoration. He is essentially holy. In all of our liturgical prayers and references to God, we proclaim that he is holy. Isaiah the prophet heard the hymn of holiness in his vision of heaven. I saw the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and the seraphim called one to another and said, Holy, holy, holy. Holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. In the Byzantine church, we call this hymn or the thrice holy hymn. Its first form is found in the Apostolic Constitution and later in St. John Chrysostom. Holy, 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 Lord God of powers, heaven and earth are full of your glory. You are blessed forever, amen. Afterwards, in order to apply it more properly with the appropriations ascribed to the persons of the Holy Trinity, the Church sang it in this form. Holy is God, holy the Mighty One, holy the Immortal One. And later the people added, have mercy on us. The Church, says St. John of Damascus, used this form to declare her faith in the Holy Trinity applying this title of Holy is God to the Father, Holy the Mighty One to the Son, and Holy the Immortal One to the Holy Spirit. The Son is called Mighty because he vanquished evil and death and gave man eternal life. The Holy Spirit is called Immortal because he is the life and he is always present and living in the world and in a special way in the church. Every prayer and a liturgical office is introduced by this hymn to remind ourselves that in prayer 
we are joined in a special way with each other, each one of the persons of God, and that we belong to each of them as they belong to each of us. We are holy with the Father, mighty with the Son, and immortal with the life of the Spirit who lives in us. Three persons and yet a single power in essence, and one Godhead. In deep adoration, let us cry to God, Holy is God who made all things through the Son of the cooperation of the Holy Spirit. Holy the Mighty One, through whom the Father was revealed to us and the Holy Spirit came into the world. Holy the Immortal One, the Spirit, the Counselor, who proceeds from the Father and reposes in the Son. All Holy Trinity, glory to you. We call Christ the Holy One because when the Holy Spirit overshadowed the Virgin, he was consecrated by a special relationship to the Father. He was the chosen one. And the Spirit of Jesus is traditionally known precisely as the Holy Spirit because it is his special function to communicate to others the treasures of grace won by Christ, thus fashioning a holy people. We refer to priests, monks, to our fathers in the faith as holy men or as holy fathers. This does not, first of all, indicate a moral quality. It indicates that they have been consecrated and dedicated to the work and worship of God. They participate in a special way in the uniqueness of God. They are set apart, made special by their identification with Christ, and sealed by the charisms of the Holy Spirit for the service of God or for the service of his people. Poets, Artists, singers, writers, dancers, and actors are holy also because they are set apart by the same Holy Spirit to seek and produce a perfection of God for the service of his people. So also every worker dedicated to his vocation in life is holy and inspired by the Holy Spirit who lives in him and leads him to perfection. When a man applies himself to the various disciplines of philosophy, of history, and mathematical and natural science, and he cultivates the arts. He is doing much to elevate the human family to a more sublime understanding of truth, goodness, and beauty, and to the formation of judgments which embody universal values. Thus, mankind can be more clearly enlightened by that marvelous wisdom, which was also which, which was with God from all eternity arranging all things with him, playing upon the earth, delighting in the sons of men. Christian people are called holy also because they have chosen, they have been set apart in baptism. They are buried together with Christ and are passed over to a new life. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people claimed by God for his own. Man, in his frailty, is in constant peril of losing sight of the gulf that separates him from his creator and master, who is utterly other and beyond the reach of human powers. He needs the help afforded by visible things, mostly by signs that point to the invisible. In the, whole, in the Old Testament, many things were set apart and considered holy for the service of God's majesty. These things were called holy because they were associated in a special way with the one who is a supremely holy. These things belong to him, the tent, the ark, the temple, the special bread, the sacrifice. 
The church also, in her life and worship, uses many such things in her approach to God. Icons, bread, wine, altar, chalice, special vestments, censer, banners, etc. These objects, too, are holy in that they are used in the worship of him who is supremely holy. So what a beautiful uh, start to the face of God. Encounter with the Father, for he is holy. God bless you. I'll talk to you uh, another time. Uh, have a good day.